so vain I'm pretty sure the song is about me I'm so vain Don't you think the song is about me? Don't you? Don't you? Today is Sunday, May 23rd, 2021. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of a little show called This Joe Batanz. Um, you know, I'm going to tell you something. I love having this personal journal because I don't remember shit. I'll explain what that means right after this song break. And it only happens right here on This Joe Batanz, right here on Afterthought Media. Like I said at the top of the show, my name is Joe Batanz, and today is Sunday, May 23rd, 2021. Uh, a lot of today's show will just be, uh, today's the, it's the middle of the day on Sunday, so it's not, I haven't given Sunday a fair shake. But if anything dramatic happens, we'll cover it tomorrow on Monday's show. Don't worry, it'll all be covered. So a lot of it today is looking back, looking back on what happened on Thursday and uh, what's happened today so far? In fact, like we always do, let's start with new business first. Let's talk about what happens. What's happened today? Nothing much has happened today. Uh, woke up this morning, per usual. I had to go to the supermarket to pick up the sundries for today's um, uh, little Sunday brunch that we have. And uh, went in to see. Come, wanted to check in with my dad. You know, because I told my dad was all jokey at my brother's house. I said, "Listen," because I told my brother. My brother's like, "Oh, he seems fine." I said. The pain meds are working right now. Of course he's fine, you know? I said, let's wait till tomorrow or tonight when the pain meds... Because there's no one worse with pain than my father. He's the biggest baby when it comes to pain. So I said, going to be moping and complaining, and it's going to be awful. I go, thank God I'm going to Seattle on Tuesday. Because I don't, I will miss a big chunk of that. You know, by the time I come back, I will hopefully have... At least the pain will have subsided. So, anyway... uh I went and checked in and then my dad was sleeping. I guess he, the pain did hit last night and, uh, he had trouble sleeping until very late. He couldn't get to sleep. And, um, so, and this is true for both of my parents. They hate, for some reason for them, being groggy is the worst thing possible in the world where they will not take medication. Um, Pain meds, specifically. When my mom was in a lot of pain with her back, she wouldn't take pain meds because she didn't want to be groggy. My mom has trouble sleeping, but she won't take sleeping pills because she doesn't want to be groggy. My dad uh, is in pain, but he doesn't want to take sleeping pills because he doesn't want to be groggy. Make me groggy. I'd rather be groggy and sleeping my pain away than, uh, than uh, be in pain, right? That doesn't make any sense to me, but anyway... He was asleep. So I tell my mom I'm going to go to the supermarket and get them. Oh, do you still want to do this? Oh, yeah. He's going to wake up. And sure enough, when I got back, he was awake. Super jokey. He's in pain. His finger hurts. But uh, super jokey. And I was like, okay. So in in fact, as far as I know, he's in a good mood. We made the breakfast. And um, while while the breakfast was cooking, while the brunch was a cooking, while we got this roast a cooking, I spoke to Adam Vaught. Uh, he was at the airport in San Francisco waiting for his flight 
to China, Shanghai, China, to leave. And he sounded somber. It was a somber tone in his voice. And we talked about it because, you know, he's moving to China for two years for a work assignment. But what was interesting was that he... How do I put this? I've known Adam Vaught for about 20, over 20 years, actually. I've known Adam Vaught for over 20 years. And uh, the entire time that I've known Adam Vaught, he's constantly lived in other countries, whether it's Spain, whether it's Portugal, whether it's uh, some South American country, I can't remember where. Uh, he lived in Argentina, that's another South American country. Lived in Mexico, lived in Japan, lived in Thailand. He's lived in Cambodia. He's lived all over the world. And I know specifically with Japan, he was there for two years. And I know in Argentina, he was there for two years. So I didn't know what the difference was. This one felt different. He felt sad, you know. And we talked about it. And he was saying that, you know, he felt sad that, you know, this is this one felt more real. You know, he lived in San Francisco for about seven or eight years. And, uh, you know, the United States had been his home for the better part of the last decade. And he was leaving the United States. And it just felt like a new chapter in his life. And he was just reflecting on that. He was very pensive. And, you know, his parents are getting older. I will say, I mean, his parents are just past 70. I think they're 71 or 72. But they're in great shape. You know, they're not like feeble 72-year-olds. They're both very active uh, you know, they're as active as like a 60-year-old, I'll say, 55-year-old. So I think unless something really bad happens, you know, I think they're in pretty good shape, you know, and I don't think he has to worry too much there uh, forbidding, you know, you know, God forbid some sort of freak occurrence happens. And um, so... Um, and also Adam Watt's dad's parents both lived to very ripe ages and all their, his uncles and aunts lived to very, I mean, they're still still alive in their nineties and his mom lived in the nineties. So I think the dad's even good, you know? Um, so, uh, anyway, so I had that conversation with him and then he left, he left at, uh, 1055 or something AM Pacific time on his way to China and the flight's 12 hours. I cannot even imagine being on a 12 hour flight whatever, what am I going to do? So, um, uh, after, after that, we had brunch, very nice brunch. And like, literally as brunch was wrapping up, my parents' neighbors, who they're friends with, came over and, uh, to hang out and see my dad, see what he was doing with his finger and chat with him. We talked about that in the last episode and my brother was commenting because, I, the neighbor, the male neighbor has got a very funny way of talking, and so I recorded them and sent it to my brother. And my brother was like, you know, you can tell there's a sense of admiration from uh, Alton's voice, as if, like, Dad has some sort of battle scar now. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure it is. They were having that kind of neighborly friends conversation. And, um, so, uh... Yeah, and then since then, I came up here and uh, did a little bit of work, and then Aiden called, and um, a pleasant conversation. I'm trying not to rock the boat while uh, 
before we go, and I'm not mad at him, but like, you know, it's just, and I realize it's a me thing, you know, I realize it's a me thing, but like, I look, how do I put this? I don't think Aiden's cheating on me. I really don't. Okay. Let's just get that straight. I don't think he's cheating on me at all. But he says weird shit that I'm like, why would you say that? Like, I I just, it's, why would you say that? And I don't want to get into it. I don't want to dwell on it or anything like that. I don't want to hear in the future. Oh, you know, I should explain what I was talking about at the top of the show. But he said weird shit. And then yeah, he got to where he was going. And um, then I said, well, I got to call Larry Flick. Um, I call, but right when I was going to call Larry Flick, okay, I promised him to call him 24 hours later. Lori calls me. So I, I chatted with her about something for a hot second. I said, I need, look, I need to call Larry Flick. Uh, I'll call you right back. I go, but stay, stick around because I go, if he doesn't answer, I'm going to call you right back because that'll be my out that I don't need to talk to him. So I call and sure enough, Larry doesn't answer. And I go, great. I go, now I'm going to call, I call Lori back and I talk to her. I go, listen, I'm going to talk to you that way. If he doesn't call, I can say, oh, I called Lori back. Uh, I said I'd call her back, and so I was on that phone call, and I won't be lying. And sure enough, that's what happened. He called me a few minutes later, and I was like, uh, I texted him. And so when you went uh, on yesterday's show, when I said, oh, Larry just texted me, he was responding to the text message where he's like, okay, we'll do, or something like that. I said, I said I would call him after I got back from Seattle. And, um, so uh there is that and then after the Larry Flick call I talked to Lori again for a hot minute and then now here we are we're recording this Joe Batance for Sunday May 21st so what I was talking about at the top of the show when I said you know uh I don't know I made some sort of comment about the past or something is I was talking to Aiden and I told him how like I've been doing this thing because I've run out of podcasts. I'm caught up on all my podcasts and I wanted something new to listen to. So what I started doing, because sometimes I see you guys talk about this, I decided to jump around old Drag Race recap episodes and then just pick one at random and listen for like 15 minutes and then jump to another episode 15 minutes and I was telling Aiden, it's so weird because it's like almost like an out-of-body experience because I have zero recollection of recording those episodes. Zero. Zero recollection of recording the episodes. It's like listening to someone else's podcast. And I was like, is that weird? Is that weird? I have no recollection of recording the episode. I, the jokes are fresh to me as if someone else said them. But then I likened it to like, imagine you at your job. You know, and imagine if I said, tell me what everything you talked about on October 23rd, uh, 2018, you'd be like, I have no fucking, I don't even know what I was doing. I don't even know what day of the week it was. And I think it's akin to that. Like, why would I remember a random ass episode from 2018 or 2017, you know? So, um, uh, so it, it is interesting, but I, I find them difficult. I can't, I I found it difficult to even listen to 15 minutes of the show. Not because they were bad, but just because I was like, well, I just, I don't care. <laughs> right? I just like hearing me and Taylor talk. And then when we actually start talking about the show, I'm like, well, I haven't watched this episode recently. And so it's not that interesting. Anyway, so let's talk about the events from Thursday. So on Thursday, a couple of um, 
things happened. I went to lunch again with my cousin Richard, but uh, there was a little bit of a twist. Um, I had to give Jay Ellis a new microphone. Well, not a new microphone, an old microphone of mine that's actually kind of buggy. But I still think that the microphone worked completely fine, but that instead it wasn't speaking well to the software. For something happened with that microphone where it just wasn't working with this software. And uh, so Jay doesn't use this software that I use. And so let's hope, fingers crossed, that um, when we do the T, and he uses that microphone hopefully, that nothing happens. But uh, I gave him that microphone. But I think what he's going to do is go get it fixed. If he has a place that can get it fixed, if it bugs out, so we're going to do a test and see if that was, that's what happens. So I had that microphone with me. So I told Richard, "Hey, listen, I got to take this microphone to Jay Ellis." What's funny is they've only ever met two times, okay? And the two times they met, I was because I was giving Jay Ellis a microphone. <laughs> Super weird. So anyway, so. Uh, Richard, everything was almost exactly like last night. We went to the same place for lunch. We went, we went to Salazar for lunch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to Salazar in a second. And we, uh, I picked them up. Everything was almost exactly the same, which is for him good. He likes, he takes comfort in things being the same. But I have a couple funny stories to say. Um, one of them is this very Richard. So, a few years ago, Richard said he wanted to write a project with me called Primos, which is Spanish for cousins. And it would be a show about, you know, based on me and him and our adventures, right? And he goes, I'll, I'll get to work, uh, coming up with the character profiles. And I was like, okay. And then two or three weeks later, he says, Hey, I got some of the character profiles with you. I want to get together with you and, uh, hear what, get your thoughts. I was like, all right. So we get together for coffee in Topanga Canyon, and we're sitting there, and he reads these character profiles, and he does him. First, the, the Richard one. I can tell it's the Richard one. That he's handsome, that he's in his 40s, but he looks like he's in his 20s, and everybody loves him, and uh, he's want, he's a really talented writer, and people don't le- think he's living up to his potential, and... You know, like, even, I think that was his flaw. The flaw is that he doesn't live up to his potential and all this stuff. And I was like, all right, well, okay. And then it's the Joe character, and he's a fool, and he's fat, and he's rude, and he's an asshole, and he's dumb, and he does silly things, and he's incompetent. And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Right? Like, I had no positive qualities, right? Uh, never gonna have a boyfriend, like all these horrible things. And so I, I think I told this on a catching up story, but it was very funny at the time. And I was like, whatever, very Richard on brand, right? So, um, we're at lunch and Richard's telling me about a new idea he has. And it's about these two female cousins, right? And I don't want to get too into it because it's Richard's idea and I don't want to. Uh, you know, that's his idea to share. But what I'll say is it's about two cousins who are entering a, they, they, every year they enter a, a food competition and every year one cousin always wins. But the secret is that one, that the one cousin who always wins is cheating. Now I don't know how he's cheating. That's all. I just know that. That's the only thing I know about the story. So the cousin who always wins, who cheats, 
is a woman. They're both women, these cousins. And her name is, this is so ridiculous, Nikki Betancourt. Which, if you look up Batanz and Betancourt, those names are related. Okay? Uh, so, it's like, so now my name is, remember this time, you can, by the way, if you don't believe me, if you don't believe me, there's another example of this, and you can buy this book. Richard has a book on Amazon called I Heart East LA, but it's like spelled weird, like Y-S-T-E-L-I-A-E-I or something like that, and it's under his name, Richard Viegas, on Amazon. It's a Kindle book. The very first short story in that book, the very first story, it's a short story, very first story, is a story about how the Richard character, it's, his name's Richard Villalobos or something like that, right? And his boyfriend, they get in a fight because they have to take um, Richard's cousin to Disneyland. His, you know, and the way the story is written, you would think that the character, the Disneyland, that taking the Disneyland is a little boy, like an eight-year-old boy. But the plot twist, which comes about halfway through the story, is that the character. The little cousin that, I mean, the cousin they're taking to, uh, Disneyland is a fat, oafish, mentally challenged, uh, man who they're taking, who's the same age as Richard, and they're taking to Disneyland. Okay. The name of that cousin is JoJo, which was my childhood nickname in my family growing up. Okay. So once again, Richard has it out for me for some reason. And I'm going to call Mike Lawson and say, next time I say I'm going to hang on with my cousin Richard, could you please, please remind me not to? What is wrong with you? So, uh, so that was pretty much it. Then afterwards, we went to, uh, drop off the, uh, microphone to Jay Ellis. Pretty uneventful. We did go to his boss's house. He has a show business boss and the boss has a house in the northeastern part of LA. And it's in the hills, not Hollywood Hills, but it's in the hills. And I didn't know that. I always thought the house was on flat ground. And it's on this very steep hill. And then it has three flights of very, of very long, very steep stairs. Right? So I was kind of upset with myself for a while, but then you'll hear my second. So he wants to show us the front of the house. I was so winded at the top of these stairs. And I was like, are you guys winded too? Because Jay and Richard are thin and in shape. And they're like, no. And I was like, oh, God, what's wrong with me? But at first I was upset. I've been working out and my, my um, stamina has been building. What I realized is, A, it's on a steep hill. B, these houses, because they're in very small lots and they just rise high up, is they the stairs are steeper than usual because they have to cram that much height into a small amount of space. So they're very, very high. Uh, and then Jay Ellis gave me a big bag of lemons and we went on our day away. I, ca- I uh, dropped Richard off and I went home with a big bag of lemons. Maybe I'll do something with it today. I have a minute left. I'm going to tell you this story really quickly. Later on that day, I had an appointment with my doctor on the phone. And it was for Viagra. I just want to be safe when I go to Seattle. Not safe, but like, I don't want to have any... <laughs> unfortunate incidents when I'm in Seattle. I don't have that problem, but I just wanted to preclude that problem. But I also wanted to watch my language when I was talking to my doctor because I am a diabetic, and so that might trigger 
all kinds of things in the medical system. If I say that I need Viagra, because they're going to think, oh, no, his circulation is bad, blah, blah, blah. So I had to make it very clear to her that I can get an erection. I wake up with an erection. I just want – it's a, but yeah, but then I was afraid if I said otherwise, then we, well, then we have to charge you full price. Luckily, she caught what I was saying. And uh, I got my supply of uh, <laughs> shaking it right here. And it cost me $5. I'll start more about this on Monday because I don't think I have enough time to really go into it. But that's sort of the headline there. Uh, I've yet to try it, though. I should try it before I go out, see how it works. There's a reason for that, too. I'll explain it on Monday. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to leave it there for a second uh, for today. Uh, we will join back tomorrow, the night before, on Seattle Eve, as I'm calling it, Seattle Eve. And we will um, talk about it. Remind me tomorrow to talk about how my cousin, Christian, is going to be in Seattle. We're going to be overlapping. And we might see each other with Aiden in tow. Right here in this Joe Batanz, right here on Afterthought Media. Afterthought Media.